0: Games, games, they're good for your heart. The more you play, the more you
1: like how is he gonna end this
0: uh, you never know <laughs> this is episode 104 of Colette and Matt have entered the chat a weekly conversation about those very heart pounding video games that we know and love uh, I am merely one half of this fine program uh, my name is Matt Silverman joined as always by the one and only Colette Bennett
1: that's me how you doing hi I'm good Let me share something with the, with, with the people, the fine people listening to this podcast, but especially perhaps the younger people who are like, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) The secret of, 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 of literally everything from like feeling good at work or wherever you are to like, you know. Performing in your day, just feeling like like if, like if you you're don't you not mirrored with depression, but especially if you have depression, mm-hmm. sleep, oh my God. So I went to sleep last night, I think at nine, which like, Ooh, you know,
0: yep. the jokes, we went to right? Be, sorry. You know, like we went oh to bed God. at 9.30, so oh, right there with yeah. you, pal.
1: Well, but here's the thing, like as a parent, I feel like, you know, society looks at that and they're like, oh, well, you did so much because you're raising children. But like, I'm just like, you know, a you know a childless woman with three cats like you know like it's just like people will still sneer at you if you're like oh I go to bed at nine and it's like okay but like the difference for me between like getting like eight hours of sleep or getting nine or a little bit more is like insane but specifically I think for folks who suffer from depression like some of them can't sleep and I get it but Mm -hmm. like man just sleep just freaking sleep like more rest less grind that's like my theme of my life right now i
0: like that yep yep i'm into it it's hard. i feel like i used to be an i'll sleep when i'm dead person oh yeah Uh, and i don't if it's age it's having kids it's going through the pandemic or whatever whatever and now i'm just like no Mm -hmm. i'm good
1: we change, you know, change. and like people joke about it. I think like they're like, oh, but like we we really we do, you know, and I, I, I think that that's OK. Um, but has it for, been hard for, for
0: you to like think about like, hey, when I was younger, I used to do all this great stuff. I don't mean like party I, partying. I mean, like I used to accomplish all these things. And now um, now nine o'clock rolls around and instead of like embarking on a project as I usually would, I'm like, bye bye, night, night. And I feel bad about it. I sometimes feel upset with myself about that. Well, and I, I know think that's a lot silly. of people
1: do. No, it's yeah. not silly. I think I think that uh, you know the more that we really can accept that we're, you know, ever-changing beings and that while some parts of us will remain the same, some parts of us will, you know, actively be different. Like, I, I I do think that that's, like, something that's worth, um, you know, really, really kind of being friendly with, that idea. I like um, that. You know, like, and, and you know, actually, for me, what it really does is that I find it to be, like, a thing that rather than make me go, oh, I'm not cool anymore, you know, whatever. Like, it, it's a thing that makes me look back and go... Well, did I really like any of that stuff I was doing or did mm. I do it? Because like I felt like I was young and I was supposed to do it. Like mm-hmm. I went to parties and now I'm like, fuck parties. Like I don't want to oh, go yeah. to parties. I don't, yeah.
0: and, and I don't – I get that but I also don't care about that. Um, for me, I, I for better or worse measure my self-worth by, you know, achievement. I guess that's how most people do that. But I guess mm-hmm. I mean like, you know – I used to work big, long days and shoot videos with celebrities and make things that got millions of views on the Internet. And now I just kind of like, dum-dum-dum, do my work and record a few shows and then go to bed at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, man, I used to be cool, you know. And I know all this is – like I'm not – I'm calling out my own toxic uh, (laughs) self-assessment here. I'm saying it's bad, but it's hard for me to – escape it sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. And I feel the same. And I think that, um, you know, I wouldn't label yourself toxic. I would honestly say that, you know, we live in a very productivity focused culture Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there's been, I've noticed this kind of slow movement that is happening, but is harder, I think for people to grasp, like intellectually, they're like, Oh yeah, sounds good. But then like when you try to practice it, it's hard. And it's basically like, you know, screw grind culture, I want whatever this culture is. And it's like, you know, I don't know, like a badger sleeping in a bed with like cups of tea everywhere. <laughs> but like, I vibe with that. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. And then I try to do it. And I'm like, I need, I need stuff to do.
0: I need to do something. Yeah,
1: right. So for me, I'm just kind of like, I practice it. Like, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna go for a walk now, like in mm-hmm. the middle of my workday where I'm, mm-hmm. you know, literally looking at 10 gazillion things a day. And I'm like, I'm just going to go outside with no headphones and I'm going to walk around in my nice, pretty neighborhood and look at nature and see what is happening in April and spring. Mm -hmm. And I come back and I feel better, you know, but I do feel like, I don't know, like it's it's tough to have kind of that. To kind of associate productivity with doing nothing. And yet I think it might be sometimes the most productive things we can do.
0: Yeah. I mean, what you're pointing at is, as with all things, balance. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't stop. I I, I will be 94 years old being like, what? I got to do something now. And then I'll be, you know, like I have to be busy with something that's going to occupy my brain. And sometimes mm-hmm. that is gr- grinding out levels in a video game, which we we will talk about shortly. And sometimes it's like, no, I got to make stuff. But um, to your point, um, stepping away m- more, I have to step away more often than I did at, when I was younger. And I And I also have to say, that's okay, because that's where I am now in my life. As you said, we have to just accept that our brains and bodies are are changing, mm-hmm. um, bal- balancing that. I don't want to lay in the hammock. I want to briefly take the walk and look at the tree and then come. And then when I come back, I'm not going in the hammock. I'm going to get back to business. That's, yeah, that's the balance. That's,
1: that's, that's how we're trained. And yeah. that's why I think it's fascinating to be curious, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, well that makes me feel productive. But like on another level, I feel like there's some part of most of us that's profoundly tired and mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that can be good well, for myself because I think that I think I might be a few years older than you. I think yeah, yeah. for me, like I kind of find almost myself, like my body being like, oh yeah, no, I really can't hack that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's just a lot. It's interesting stuff to think about.
0: Do you find that games that have let's call them productivity loops i need to grow a few more crops in stardew so i can sell them to get the next thing like we we all know why we love these games i am in my self-reflection i'm like man i'm too tired to do to be productive in real life but i still have this like core fundamental need to accomplish something so mm-hmm. i'm gonna like level oh, up yeah. in diablo i mean like, that's
1: why billions of people play games though is like, it, you so, know, yeah. not just video games but like i mean really i feel like you see this in its absolute like simplest form when you look at like the mobile candy, game candy success crush. world you know oh, of course like you know can, and i mean are they fun sure like I've played those games for years. Like I've talked about that on this podcast sure. before I've played them for years and I've tried, I've gotten to a point where I get disgusted with myself and delete the game, <laughs> whatever it is that I'm playing. And then I'll like later be like, oh, I just kind of want something to mindlessly match or whatever. I'm not sure if it's just productivity, although I'm sure that's a part of it. I think you know, your brain expects to like I think your brain does derive like dopamine from, yeah. you know, like that you finish the level. You did yep. this. You did that. And it's like, OK, that's nice. But I also do kind of think. I don't know, I I, I also I also do find myself thinking that that there is a certain like my brain is on like eight to 10 hours a day. And mm-hmm. I, sometimes I just like to do something where my brain is off. So, But like, I
0: find it really fascinating that like your brain can be off, but part of it is still on, on. because you're still it's like, oh, I'm so tired from this big, busy, hectic day. Let me and instead of laying on the on in the hammock, which is like the the, the, the stereotypical thing you would want to do. Let me relax by working really hard at a video game. Like I just, I'm so fascinated by that as mm-hmm. someone who does that obsessively.
1: Hmm. Yeah. No. Definitely. Like it's. It's. Uh, yeah. This is. This is fascinating stuff to me, um, and I, I think about it a lot. Yep.
0: And we will continue talking about it. But uh, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm. I'm getting word. <laughs> I'm getting word from our producers. That this week has been uh, chock full of interesting news. Uh, We don't cover a ton of news on this program, but.
1: But when it's good.
0: Yeah. A couple stories that that popped out to us that we wanted to chat about. Uh, The first one being something that when you saw it, I know that you squealed. I'm like, I don't live with you. But I know no, for certain. No, I, I mean, I
1: squealed in a place that that was that you actually got to see me squeal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just imagining you like at work being like.
1: Ah! Oh no! I actually did. Really, like I really was so <laughs> excited for this news, and and so the listeners know what we're talking about. Um, Eric Barone, who is the creator of Stardew Valley, or people know him better as Concerned Ape, which is his his handle. Um, announced that he's going to take a break from working on Haunted Chocolatier. um, And that the reason why he's, he's doing that is because there's going to be a Stardew 1.6 update, which prior I thought he was kind of done. He's been like doing Haunted Chocolatier for so long. Uh, And also by by the by mostly still by himself, which is amazing Mm -hmm. because clearly Mm -hmm. he has, he's able to afford the help at this point, but like Mm -hmm. he just says he works better. That way, it's um, unreal. So
0: it's un, its like he makes the music, he does the programming, he does the art, he writes the story. He—it's like what are you least good at? Maybe you could just farm that out f- with the millions of dollars you have. He's like, nah, I'll, I'll, I got it covered.
1: Like there's no. there's some and,
0: genius it, at work there.
1: It's it's funny. Um, just I don't know why this reminds me of it, but it does. Um, you know, I work in finance at, at my day job, so you know, we talk about big investors often and Warren Buffett, of course, is like the king of those investors. And he, you know, is a billionaire and he lives in a house that costs like $47,000 that he's lived in for like 30 years. And there's just something so endearing about that because it's (laughs) like, you know, you could do all these things, but like, you know, he just chooses not to. and it Because just, that's it makes just cool him happy. Be,
0: like, I, I, right. I just he doesn't do a lot of interviews, but I would kill to just get to sit down with him and be like, you know, are you OK? Like do, the, the world expecting this much of you as a single guy alone in a room like has got to be a, a pressure cooker of, of stress. But he clearly loves it or he would not be embarking on a new game i don't know i just find him fascinating
1: well so one thing yeah i do too so fascinating and i wish he was an interview person and i (laughs) i know he's not and i respect that but um i thought that it was really interesting that he said you know mostly the update is for modders which will make it easier and more powerful to mod but there's also new game content much less than 1.5 and that's pretty much all he said um one of the the fans replied like asking about it and he said the new update will have more dialogue. Okay. And that's more or less like all he said. Mm -hmm. So we don't really know like what exactly he's, you know, like brewing here. Um, But I mean, look, it's like anything like, you know, they could be like, stardew valley is getting a cherry blossom update and i'd be like yeah and i right. go in like just to see that like because i love the game so much like i think about replaying it honestly often but i'm kind of like at a point i mean i guess you say near the end right because like mm-hmm. there's no real end mm-hmm. but, like i'm at a point where like my character is married mm-hmm. like we haven't had kids yet but i think we would if i kept playing a little bit longer and i'm kind of up at like those like end game like things that are really challenging, like um, Skull Cavern and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so I've like played some of that and put it down. And I know I can like pick it back up at any time and try that. But like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, it'd be fun to do it all over again. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think about it. But I, I mean, this is just such a great reason to me. To, yes uh, to
0: to start over and kind of see the new content woven into the full you know start to finish game experience is a nice that's that's how my daughter and I were experiencing one point five because mm-hmm. I had not played it uh, when I played it alone it was long ago so i am I'm encountering all kinds of interesting things that I never saw originally and she's never seen because she never played it um and i and I'm just for him to say like oh it's not good 1.6 will not be as much as 1.5 well 1.5 was massive you know comparatively so even if it's like one tenth of the content of 1.5 like that's a substantial content update i think so it will be interesting to see what actually pops in yeah
1: i mean i'm thrilled obviously like i'm extremely thrilled um and i'm also like as a side note I have been so insanely excited about haunted chocolate here for such a long time because, you know, I, obviously I'm just, you know, madly in love um, with everything about, you know, stardew. But I think what's so cool is that everything that, I don't know, everything that he's posted, like about it, like his screenshots, like his little bits of information he's given. I'm like, I feel like this is more my game Mm -hmm. than Stardew. And that's saying a lot because I Mm -hmm. adore Stardew, Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, it's very, it's just very exciting to me. I think, um, I, am just dying to know what this game is about. Like, I'm so happy that it looks just like Stardew that he kind of like is using the same system. You know, because it's like I don't know. I find it kind of comforting.
0: <laughs> no, right? That, that it would look and feel and play the same, but w- w- I think we we could and should do an entire episode and and include community uh, discussion as well. Of like, what do you want from Haunted Chocolatier? What would make a great talk about? Again, talk about pressure. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you top Stardew Valley? This game needs to have the mechanical complexity and depth and heart of the first game. I know it's not a sequel, but it needs to have the richness of the first game. And then also theoretically, like, be even better. Maybe it doesn't have to be better. It just has to be different. But if it's too different, then people might not like it. So it's like, what does the world want and expect from this game? And like, you know, maybe you'll grow chocolate cocoa beans to use in your factory but i assume it will not be a farming game i assume it will be like how can we make the candy and the chocolate as good as possible to please the the ghosts or whatever like those mechanics have to be in there but they but how different will they be like that is an interesting speculative fun, silly discussion that, yeah. that we could have. Yeah, see,
1: it's it's interesting that you, you put it that way. And, and as you say it, I'm thinking, oh, of course. Like, that makes sense. That's what most people would probably be thinking. But for me, what I'm thinking is I have complete trust in him.
0: Yeah, totally, yeah.
1: Like, I'm just like, you know, yeah. Like, like please, like, do, you know, do your thing. But um, no
0: no disrespect to uh, Mr. Barone. He's a genius. But no, no, no. think I mean, about... I think,
1: it's just a different take. You know what I mean? It's like you have to have expectations. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I I don't know. Yeah. For but whatever think about reason, your, I'm just Think not... about a
0: band you love or a band that came out whenever, when you were a kid or a teenager, and their 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 debut album is like earth shattering. And it's like, oh my God, my brain is different after I listen to this album. And mm-hmm. then a couple of years go by and the second album comes out and you're like, right they said and wrote all the things that they needed to say and the second follow-up just just didn't need it just doesn't do anything it's fine but it's not as good as the first one it's the sophomore slump and i'm not wishing that or and i i I hope that doesn't happen here but like again stardew is is arguably a perfect game so how do you beat a perfect game You maybe. I mean, will the world be happy if haunted chocolates here is is just as good? It's the same. It's just a different setting. I think millions of people would be thrilled to get that. But
1: I would totally right. Yeah, but it's
0: but it's it's tough as a creative person to not top yourself on the next go. Uh, That's. uh, I hope he's all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I definitely get it. I don't know. I think for me, like you know, the loop, figuring out the loop, mm-hmm. the pleasurable loop of play that that part's not hard. He already mm-hmm. did it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think, like for me, the thing that I really, I really think about the most right now with it is like the way that he. As you get into the deeper game, as you get into, like, if you really take the time to, like, max those relationships with everyone, you find out really moving things about all of them. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is really interesting because, you know, at a glance, you're like, oh, this is a simple farming game. And it's deceptively deep, both in, like, how much you can enjoy all the things to do, but also the, you know, the, the connections you can have with people. So because that was such an enchanting part for me, I think that I'm definitely like, you know, and being a story person, right? A huge story person. I'm like, yeah, like whatever you're going to do, it's probably going to be pretty great i mean that's why
0: it's a perfect game is because it has the mechanical loops that satisfy the craving and it has the heart and story it has like right name any name another game that has that does both perfectly it's it's a very short list i think
1: yeah yeah i agree it's uh
0: so no release date for 1.6 but it's in the works and uh god bless him protect eric Brown at all costs is what i would say (laughs) Uh, the next story that I thought was really interesting is that Sega is buying Rovio, the creator of Angry right. Birds.
1: That's just crazy. But
0: for, here's the price tag $775 million, which is very low by right. the standards of tech gaming mobile acquisitions in 2023. I can't get over how small this number is. I'm, I'm really, and and so I went to look up what Rovio makes, and the answer, according to Wikipedia, is a bunch of games, a bunch of mobile games you've never heard of mm-hmm. before 2009, mm-hmm. and then 2009 hits, and it's Angry Birds, and then a ton of Angry Birds spinoffs, right including, you know, multiple uh, uh, licensed games, you know, Angry Birds Transformers, Angry Birds Star Wars, Angry Birds Go, whatever, whatever. Multiple television series and two feature films. Mm-hmm. All Angry Birds. And mm-hmm. so so basically Sega is f- basically just buying the Angry Birds IP for less than a billion dollars. And I, I just, I can't quite, do the math here. How could mm-hmm. a how could a massive hit like Angry Birds, with movies and shows and spinoffs and licensing deals and merch, be worth less than a billion dollars in a world where Take Two Interactive just bought Zynga for twelve right billion with a B? Yeah, that is weird. Is like, this a fire sale? Is like, this? I
1: think I think so. You know, one thing that makes me wonder, right, is that like Angry Birds had its day. It had right. And I wonder if that has something to do with it. But like Candy Crush had,
0: it- had its, but Candy Crush arguably had its day, and billions and g- gajillions of people continue to ha- play Candy Crush even though no one talks about it anymore. And right, that's but- what I wonder about Angry Birds. Who is still playing Angry Birds? Right. That's how what are they I monetizing? Would,
1: like yeah, like surely, like I, I mean, it, I could be wrong, but like I, I feel like okay. So we do have websites for this uh video oh.
0: is it like daily players or something
1: mm, oh it hasn't been updated in years actually interesting huh. i don't
0: think those stats are publicly available you know steam for example you has a open it. api I, I don't know Like, you can see who's playing steam games because valve is like sure the data is there if you want to look for it but i don't know that app you know ios or android allow those numbers to get out in the wild um so i i just don't know about about that
1: okay so i've i've got one thing um but i need a conversion chart because it's in euros <laughs> so oh, looks, right, if they're
0: public maybe there's a
1: yeah so yeah they they are um mm-hmm. so it looks like i show their annual revenue is being pretty much just consistently going up Okay. Since 2011, and it looks like see, it looks like they made 347 million in 2022. Yeah. So the so yeah, I mean the 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 the, the money continues to go up but it's still in the millions. It's not in the billions. Whereas I'm pretty sure that, who owns Candy Crush?
0: That's um, Activision Blizzard, you know, a king, oh, I right, guess, right, which right, is part right. of I that. Forgot. So that's, okay. all, that's all mixed up in the Microsoft acquisition, which is a major reason Microsoft is pursuing them among other things, of course.
1: Uh, let's see, Candy Crush revenue 2022. The original Candy Crush Saga is still the leading game in the series, generating revenue of almost 607 million U.S. dollars in 2022. So double. Double. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easy to be like, oh, wait a minute, but isn't this as big as this? But I don't think that Angry Birds has endured in the same way.
0: Yeah, but it's still... I'm looking on the Wikipedia where they have similar stats. and it's Right. It's saying 317 million in revenue in 2022. Then it's saying... um, operating income is 28 million but i don't know that that's costs i you know i'm not a cpa measure of a firm's profit that includes all incomes and yeah but basically i would love to see like okay they may in one year they made 300 more than 300 million how much did it cost them to to make that money well they probably have a few employees who like run the ad networks and fix bugs but like other than that licensing costs and fees like They're not that that most of that must be profit is what I'm is what I'm getting at. So, like, this is a company that on the on the wings of its of its most successful IP generates three hundred million dollars a year. Let's take out one hundred million for costs. I mean, that's probably overestimating. So Mm -hmm. let's say they make two hundred million in profit in like five to seven years that equals what Sega's buying them for. So I guess, well, I guess I'm saying like this still seems like a very low price. I don't I I can't get my head around why the sale is so low and it's it makes me wonder if there's something else going on here that it might be interesting journalists Maybe. might uncover as we go. Nothing bad or nefarious, I just mean like are they in trouble and they needed to get out, you know, is kind of what I'm wondering. I mean,
1: I'm hey, it, I guess it's totally possible. I mean, they've really milked the franchise like crazy. I mean, like, if you look at the list of Angry Birds things, it's way longer than the list of, oh, like, for sure. something like Candy Crush. So it yep. does make me wonder if they've just milked it and, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's, it's,
0: it's fascinating to, to me of, like, when you create an IP, if it has emotional value i'm I'm using a loose term that i just invented like it's got characters you can make a little angry bird stuffed animal you can put an angry bird and a piggy on a t-shirt but no one's wearing a candy crush t-shirt no one's making a candy crush movie so it's fascinating to me this is why disney rules and why disney has the characters that endure and they bought all the franchises Mm. that endure meaning Um, I always perceive characters and stories and emotional connections as more valuable IP. But this bucks that trend of like, oh, right, a a matching matching Tetris clone game is more Mm. popular than cute birds that you fling around, even though the birds have a movie and a TV show and T-shirts. Funny. It's just wild. It's wild that
1: at the bottom of this article that you shared about about this sale, Mm -hmm. um, it notes that, you know, Candy Crush developer King was acquired by Activision Blizzard for five point billion. That was in 2016. And then I somehow missed that Zygna, the company that makes Farmville, was bought by Take Two for twelve point seven billion. Right.
0: Right. I was I mentioned that earlier. That's why that was the more recent.
1: Wait, wait. Okay, And I'm like, wait, there's only been three Farmville games.
0: Yeah, but Zynga makes a ton of other shit you've never heard of that clearly people play obsessively. No, no, no,
1: yeah, no, you're right. I just the more I think about it, the more I think you're you have a point about something. Something's rotten in Denmark.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a. Uh, uh, um, rovio is a finnish company i actually just learned from uh looking this up but but again again not implying that anything is going on that's bad or wrong it's just like why are they yeah they must not be doing as well as they as we think they are and they are bailing on not bailing but like cashing out we did it we're out of here and it's a great move for sega it's a it's a cheap price to buy a very valuable ip yeah I it's, uh, congratulations Sega I guess they have plenty of money from their game publishing and Sonic movies and whatever else they right, they do right
1: yeah and I mean I guess you you've been seeing other you know there's been many examples of like other companies like the you know, bigger traditional game publishers like hoovering up these kinds of yeah you know mobile publishers so yeah. it, it is it is pretty interesting yeah
0: but fascinating huh, good stuff One more story that I wanted to share, uh, because I think it's, it will lead to a very interesting discussion. Um, Joseph Staten, who has worked for, um, I want to make sure, right. He worked for Microsoft, but I guess was part of, I guess either three, yeah, three, four, three, uh, which made, which Event, it's complicated, but eventually ended up making the Halo series and Halo Infinite. Um, I was not aware of this specific person, but I think he's very known in the industry. But it's a news item because he's leaving Microsoft uh, as a creative director, or or leaving Microsoft as a as a developer to join Netflix mm-hmm. as a creative director um and his tweet to i think he left and he's like on to new adventures and i was like okay where is he going and then a tweet later in the week was like i'm joining netflix um to create wait let me quote it uh an original ip I'm, yes today i'm thrilled to announce that i've joined netflix games as creative director for a brand new AAA multi-platform game and original ip mm-hmm. now I want to talk about this a little bit in the context of like the evolution of, I don't know what you call it, industry and public perception of Netflix's push into games. So Mm -hmm. starting with like, hey, we're Netflix and we're going to make video games. And it's like, what? Everyone's tried that. That's not going to work. What are you going to be going to play games on your stream them from your television streaming games are stupid? Like, (laughs) and everyone misunderstood their strategy. And then they started just sort of partnering with existing studios to put out little mobile games that were like hey if you have netflix you can get these games for free and log in yeah and even then even on this very show we were like that's really interesting and 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 cool but like it's just a bunch of you know random mobile games and then they started doing that partnership with like really sophisticated excellent PC sort of like 15 to 20, what you what we would call premium indie games that you could buy on Steam for 15 bucks, or you could get the mobile version, which was really well done. I'm talking about Into the Breach, Terra Nil, uh Desta. These were really excellent games that you could then just get on mobile for free and log in. And that was the moment when we were like, whoa. And and here's where it clicked for me. Um Like I assume most adults, like we watch Netflix on our television. We have Apple TV. We put Mm -hmm. it on the TV. You watch Netflix. You watch your shows. But then my wife was watching something on her iPad, probably because I was playing a game on the television. So she was Mm -hmm. watching on her iPad. She's scrolling through Netflix. And in the mobile experience, it was like, oh, here's a show. Here's a show. Hey, you don't want to watch a show? Check out these mobile games. And I was like, Oh my God, on mobile, you can just tap the, tap the game and go to the app store and get it. I was like, shit, this makes so much more sense that Netflix, the platform would push people directly into their mobile ecosystem. So that was a light bulb that I didn't understand until that moment.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, I have known that there's, there's, I have known that the mobile was like, like the baby steps. And I have known, you know, we've watched them kind of, you know, acquire some of some smaller, really promising indie developers Mm -hmm. like over the course of last year. Um, You know, and they've talked big about it. But, you know, of course, they were really floundering for a while there. And then they got a little better and people were a little more hopeful. Um, And then they just reported like new um, earnings and like everyone is like, huh again. Okay. Um, Right. They're doing much better well it's a mixed bag actually um so so i i think that i think that they are leaning on this as kind of like one of several like long-term pieces that they Mm -hmm. hope will like help them um you know like obviously the the password you know sharing is a big piece Hmm. um which i get it just seems you know sad but you know whatever um uh, you know, they, uh, they find <laughs> actually, you'll probably get, you'll probably, uh, laugh about this. Um, <laughs> we did a story yesterday at work that Netflix was killing mailing DVDs to people.
0: Oh, is and, that like official like that? That it's going to yeah, yeah, officially they, they stop. Officially wow. killed it.
1: Yeah. I think it was still like profitable, like
0: Lots of people still do it. It's. Well, they did. I don't know. They did. I I I don't want to say. I don't want to say crazy. I don't want to shit on. I mean, there's many people in rural areas of this country mm -hmm. who still use dial up, who still get DVDs by like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, that's a thing that obviously. Put them on the map when they started doing it 25 years ago yeah this um, is
0: they they know they've been around the block
1: right totally so you know i know that that while you're like well who uses that like that will save them a lot of money for sure mm-hmm. um so but I, yeah. like
0: i don't necessarily even care about the finances of the company or the profitability right, like right, that's right. interest that is interesting but here's the this this tweet or this this de- game developer moving from Microsoft to Netflix this was an eye opening moment for me and it it's obvious looking back but i just i find the platform discussion interesting because when netflix says hey we're going to make games you assume that the games would be on the netflix platform mm-hmm. as like you, that you would pl- somehow play them inside the netflix app and that is not correct because hey, when I go log into Steam to play Sea of Thieves, I'm logging into my account with my Microsoft account. When mm-hmm. I log when I go to Steam to play Warframe, I then log in and get all my stuff with my Warframe account. So like for this, if this game is a, f- a so-called free, what if it's a free-to-play, it's a looter shooter, it's a farming sim, it's an MMO, and you can play it on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, Mobile, and Steam, and all you gotta do is log in with your Netflix and it's free. That's major. They're entering the they're entering the live service game field. Because they already have a login, they already have an they, excuse me, they already have millions of users. They just don't have the IP yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
0: that's right. major. Oh, so yeah. all no, this, totally. ga- this, all they have to do is make a good game. <laughs> that's all. Right. If this game is good, it's gonna be huge. Because I'm already subscribed.
1: Right, exactly. And I think that they are really, and you know, the only reason why I bring up kind of the other pieces of their strategy is because I think that they're leaning majorly on that. And to be frank, even though like people are very mixed about what they feel like Netflix can do, I feel like they could possibly do it. I think they could. It depends on what they can come up with, but like, you know, obviously they can afford to hire top talent to help them do it. So a lot of people have been like, oh, whatever, Netflix and their stupid like mobile selection, like, who cares? No one's playing that stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know, that's fine. Like, they, they, I wasn't, they tried a certain, no, I wasn't. I either. wasn't
0: until there were a game came out that I really wanted to play, which right. was Terra Nil. And Into the Breach right. would have been on my list too, but I already own it and played it on Switch. So the, the moment a game came out that was like, I was going to buy this, but now I don't have to because I have, have Netflix. To.
1: And just imagine that kind of creeping up on you. Like yeah, meaning, like a year from now, maybe you're like, oh, I really want to play. Oh, that's a part of my Netflix subscription. Yep. Like I think I think them moving into licensing their own stuff which is you know if you think about it it has worked you know tremendously for them Mm -hmm. Uh, you know with licensing so much foreign content you know i mean for for the platform and being you know it's netflix netflix original Mm -hmm. so i really do think that there is i don't know i i'm watching let me put it that way i am i am carefully watching and uh I will be very interested to see what they do. I was I was interested in what Amazon Games was doing, and I haven't really connected to anything that they've done yet. I've had friends say they have, but I don't see them having like, you know, any huge hits.
0: Their strategy in hindsight is similar. I mean, they launched a a game Mm -hmm. store that you could buy and get games on, but nobody Mm -hmm. cares about that. But like the MMOs that they created are on, I think, I could be wrong, but they are on Steam and they are on other platforms. I think they're on – they just were not – I think some people still love them, New World or whatever. Like I think there is a right. large player base that still is grinding out and, and mm-hmm. doing what they do. But I, it is it is fallen out of the zeitgeist for sure. So um, I think that strategy was similar. They just didn't have like a monster hit. I could be speaking mm-hmm. a turn. I think New World is probably doing just fine. Maybe they maybe, maybe they are doing is. great. I don't I know. I mean, I
1: guess maybe my measuring stick is, is it the next big thing? Is it everyone talking about it? And, right. you know, like, clearly they're not. <laughs> so. Here, and
0: one one last bit of speculative, uh, I don't know, candy for us before we take a break. Um, so, uh, you know, former Halo folks are, are joining Netflix, whatever. Uh, so... Will this game, this new, this mysterious new IP, will be some sort of on I, I go, I'm gonna suspect it's an online live service, free-to-play if you have Netflix kind of experience, right? So so will it be like a hardcore shooter, competitive battle, not battle royale, but like will it be a, a grown-up game or will it be an everyone game? What's the strategy here? Will it be an, not an Animal Crossing, but will it have mass appeal or will it have gamer appeal? Uh, yeah, what that's a thi- really what's good the strategy question.
1: Here? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, uh, I, I personally, I feel like I'm perfectly divided. Like yeah. I'm like, you know, like I feel like with mobile was interesting because they they did a really even mix of like kind of. India award like BAFTA kind yes. of award-winning kind <laughs> right. of stuff and yep. then like the simplest of like you know I just want to play three. Mahjong yeah. you know and it's like I thought oh that's actually pretty smart that yep. they're doing that um
0: so if they're going to go hard on a on a singular big IP a new IP which direction do you go
1: yeah and I yeah and I, I, I do not I do not think that it is Sensible for them to be like, you know, we're going to make the next Journey or whatever. Like, I don't, right. I don't yeah. think that would be a sensible move for them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, Journey is amazing, and this is like, but know. it's
0: not a monster hit. It, it's, it's a, it's a,
1: yeah, different very kind
0: popular, of... but still sort of small in scope,
1: right? IP right, right.
0: that, yeah, right, yeah, um, right. So, right, yeah. do they make it? They do they make the next Destiny or do they make the next? stardew animal crossing mario kart i don't know i don't know what is it what is it yeah. gonna be
1: yeah no i don't know it's the same kind of thing i'm like mm. so i'm i'm watching that's that's pretty much the best i can say at this point we'll I'm, I'm just keeping an eye
0: we'll be watching joseph Stetton, whoever you are uh let's take a break <laughs> and then we'll talk about the games that we are currently playing right after this news it's time to talk about what we are playing currently uh it has been what what did we talk about last week we were talking oh we were talking about blockbuster games. so we did not get right. into our we didn't talk we've about had a couple it. weeks to uh muck around in the uh in various steam sales and switch updates and such so uh what's on your plate at this time
1: so um, after finishing the absolute mesmerizing um, time suck that was Dredge yeah, yeah. Um, and being sad that it, as, as great as it was, I was just like, I wish I just had like, like twice the length of that because mm-hmm. I loved it so much. Um, I think that I kind of was like, hmm, like what should I play next? What am I in the mood for next? And so I've kind of been in that like, You know, that thing where you're like, ah, like what, you know, what calls out to me? And I don't know if you do this, but sometimes when I've played a really, really good game and I just kind of don't feel like, like I kind of want to sit with the feeling that game Mm -hmm. gave me for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes I will quite literally just like play nothing for a few days. So I think I've kind of like been doing that a little but the one thing that I did pick up and play a little bit with um, a couple of friends um, was called Sunhaven. Um oh, okay. and it is definitely kind of like, how do I best describe this? So it's definitely a game that like Stardew folks would enjoy. Oh, um, this
0: does sound familiar. Hold on, mm-hmm. I'm googling furiously. Stand by.
1: <laughs> yes, pull it up. It's this was. It's... This
0: is on my wish list, my friend. Oh, cool. I know this game.
1: Multiplayer fantasy farming sim with Dragon's Magic and a main quest line. So I already met a dragon and I was like, okay, that's pretty neat. So, you know, it definitely called to me for a couple different reasons. One of the reasons I thought was super cool is that it has eight person multiplayer. Wow. And- my, my Patrick and another friend that we play with, we were like, oh, like, yeah, that's so cool. Like that, you know, we can all play together. If anybody else ever wants to play with us, like we can invite them really easily. Um, Like all these things are, 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 you know, really, really interesting. Um, So, and it's real pretty, you know, it's definitely got that same kind of, you know, stardew vibe to it as far as like, you know, the, the pixel, Mm -hmm. um, the pixel look. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I think, I think so far what I've played, like I have enjoyed what I've played. It's definitely like, there's certain parts that like, you're like, okay, they're, they're doing that stardew thing. Like for instance, some of it is
0: very similar looking, even looking at trailers and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I kind of felt like right off the bat that it's a little, I don't know if
0: weirder, more whimsical,
1: whimsical. Thank you. That's is that the, word the word I needed. Got that it. is the word. Um, we did it. <laughs> yes, K-pop for life. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, and also, it's definitely got a little bit more of an anime aesthetic. And when I say anime, I don't mean, I don't mean big eyes anime. I mean mm-hmm. big boobs anime. Because oh, like, you definitely oh, really? have. Yeah, like Stardew is very like like there's no sexualization of any characters. Mm -hmm. This game is definitely like you're gonna meet some ladies and you're gonna be like, oh.
0: See, I'm looking at the pixel art and it's very like, like it's not the
1: pixel art parts. It's it's the portraits to people. Yeah, okay, portraits. Got it. And you're like, oh, okay, I see. That's kind of cool. But I will admit that I thought it was cool that I got to my town and I got my farm and the town is nearby and all that, but then like a person in the town was like, Oh, well you're new here. So like, I need to come and introduce you to, um, you know, our, our, our town's, you know, sacred dragon. And you're like, what? And cool. like you go and you meet a dragon and it's so it. cool. And so Love I was like, it. okay, this is definitely something that makes, that does differ a little bit. And I, I do really like that. Um, I do, I did notice, and it's kind of driving me crazy, but I think, <laughs> I think it's going to get better. Um, you are so slow
0: oh wow so
1: slow (laughs) like that i was like i'm gonna claw my face off like why am i so slow and then i realized that in the skill tree that like pretty quickly you start unlocking like like you know you are 10% faster or whatever and i'm like oh god thank does time god. matter
0: do, like stardew do you have to do x amount of things in a day and then and then go to sleep is time a mechanic
1: yeah you do need Got to it. sleep you do need to sleep for but sure but is is
0: real time is does time tick by as you do tasks or some of these games are like time doesn't like dredge time doesn't move unless you're doing something.
1: No, 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 no. Time moves. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I didn't experiment with standing still and like Mm -hmm. not, you know, doing anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about that, but I know that, you know, when I went around and did my stuff, um, you know, I definitely saw, uh, I definitely, I definitely saw time passing, I could be wrong. This could be just like a like a hiccup in my you know ADHD brain, um, but I think that there's a setting that allows you to change how fast or slow the time passes. Okay. So you know you can be like it takes you know I don't know four hours for the day to pass or it takes eight hours for the day to pass. I think. But in a
0: way, that's almost like a difficulty slider, perhaps, where you could do on easy or on easy mode, you could do more, maybe, you know, get more money yeah, in a day. Like I, I feel like
1: know. I have to go back and and, and look um, and make sure, you know, so I will, I will do that. So um, this is,
0: so you can play online with friends, but uh-huh. you're not, you're not uh, encountering strangers like that's not an MMO situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. No,
1: no, no, no. Yeah. You just, um, you just get. You, you get into your 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 game and like the way it worked I noticed was that um like our farms are all kind of like right like so like you know the area like just imagine stardew where like you have your farm it's in that kind of separate screen mm-hmm. so that screen just kind of like stardew actually it, it contains all of the farms if you're playing with multiple people I do wonder how this looks if you're playing with the full eight people
0: yeah eight is a lot
1: I'm like eight farms, like in that one screen, like that mm, would oh, be crazy. Oh, okay. They share
0: that area. That's, that's interesting. It's not uh, like separate. Um, well,
1: ours, ours do, but it's like, it's three. So it's not that big of a deal.
0: And is everyone contribute, you know, Stardew has, um, hey, you can share the money or you can be independent. Like, correct. So are you our, sharing a pot? ours is the
1: same. Yes, this okay. is the same. So you can, you can, you know, tick a, a box and say, we want to share it. We don't oh, want to so share it. Oh, so it really is
0: similar. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Um... Let's see what else I've discovered. We've only played twice, so I don't have like a ton um but but I do I do think I do think that that so far it's interesting. I'm going to say that it hasn't quite scratched the Stardew itch, but mm. I also feel like nothing quite will. Yeah you know, um, but that I'm enjoying it enough, you know, to keep doing it. And that I do quite enjoy, you know, cutting down trees and planting <laughs> things.
0: <laughs> there, there, there seems to be combat, like dungeons and stuff. Like what's, how is that feeling? Or have you not even tried that yet? I haven't yet? gotten that far. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: But it is definitely like, it is like Stardew also in that like, you know, you get some quests, but like you're really you can kind of go do what you want. Like you have access to the mines pretty quickly. One Mm -hmm. thing I thought was kind of interesting about the mines was that instead of just going deeper randomly, that you have to use keys to unlock each door, Mm. you know, to go further into Mm -hmm. the mines. Um, and you have the choice of like using what they call a rusty key, which unlocks it during that run, or you have the, the choice of, of doing that or, um, crafting a bronze or a silver key that allows you to permanently unlock
0: that's it. cool that's a nice little progression i was
1: like oh that's cool actually I dig um and i yeah i thought that was that was kind of fun so i will report back because i definitely do i i definitely um you know i i do think it, it might be of interest um so
0: this discussion and looking at this game again um has made me realize what haunted chocolatier could do to give, to, to to bring itself to the next level. And I I don't, I don't you know this is based on no information but it's but it's an um, idea.
1: Share please.
0: Stardew Valley with all its trappings and heart and mechanical depth but as an As an MMO if you want it, meaning you could play it this way or turn it off, but meaning my farm is here and I'm doing all my Stardew things. But if I want to go into the wider world, I can bring my wares and my crops and my cheeses and whatever out into a a larger economy and trade and socialize and team Mm -hmm. up for missions and whatever and it's co-op so it's not com- it's not competitive there's no pvp or whatever it's just like if i want it i can get out into that wider world and be with other players or team up with my friends and go out into the larger mmo world there's something about this game sunhaven that feel that looks and feels like it you know when you're saying eight person multiplayer i'm like Okay, cool. That's your friends, but what if it, this game almost looks like a mobile MMO in a good way. Like it, it's it's a very pretty game. It's and it's very whimsical as we established. Um, but and so anyway, it just occurred to me how cool a Stardew Valley would be if it was had persistent online multiplayer. And I know you're not necessarily into that, but I would be. I mean, super I might be, that.
1: honestly. Like I mean it would depend, you know. Yep. Um but like yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be close to it. That's a crazy mm-hmm. thought though. Like what if like, I mean, I don't think this is what Amazon is going to, I mean, not Amazon. I don't think it's what Netflix is going to do, but what if it was like, it's like Stardew, but like, it's, it's, it's an MMO. Yeah. And like, everyone can play it together. That and like, doesn't a way exist.
0: To... Like, right. you know, you remember how um, when animal crossing exploded during the pandemic and all these websites sprouted up of like hey we can trade with each other let's exchange island codes hey my turnips are really high come on come on if you want to come to my island to get turnip to cash in your turnips please leave one blue table because that's what i want like this ecosystem of, this real economies because if The only thing missing from Stardew Valley is a real economy, meaning I can dump a thousand turnips into the bin and get the same money for those turnips forever. There's no price fluctuation. There's no supply and demand. I fucking love real economies in video games, and that can be savage cutthroat you know, spreadsheets like an Eve online, or it Mm -hmm. can be like Warframe, which is like, hey, I spent a bunch of time crafting this thing and I'm going to trade it for this other thing. So I'm going to look on the website and hook up with someone, hop into their dojo and then, hey, we can mutually benefit from this. But there's like a push and pull of like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of supply of this one thing. So the price is lower. I think that's so fascinating and cool. And Mm -hmm. there is, I don't know if there is a farming life sim game that also has a real player driven economy. It does not exist to my no, knowledge. And wouldn't I don't it think be cool? so.
1: But I mean, I think that might be quite interesting. Like I I see that as kind of an opportunity.
0: I think so. Yeah. I can't be the first person who's thought of that. No, so come on. For sure. Come on, world. Come for on, sure. smarter people than us. Let's make, <laughs> make this. Um, yeah, I've totally seen Sunhaven and it has been it has been on the wish list or it's been I've observed it. So I'm glad I'm glad you're tinkering with it. Please do report.
1: report yes, back. I, I will report back. And if I find that it gets deeper and more interesting and, and better um, as I go, I will definitely be like, you should come join us. And uh, we should we should, you know, all play together at some point. It's not early
0: access. It is a one mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. according to Steam. So uh, and yep, very, yep. the reviews are very positive. Yeah. including yours so far yeah uh, what else anything else cook, cooking on your end
1: that's all I've been, I've really had time to I haven't done a lot of gaming this week honestly I've done a yeah. lot of crawling to my couch after work and passing out
0: yeah uh, so the, the palate cleanser I, yeah. I, I I like it I get it yep yep um man I, I'm I'm a little disappointed that I feel stuck ish with dredge I felt like there were quests that were like clearly do this thing and then i would attempt to follow the map to get said thing and i would be blocked by uh dangers or terrors or physical blockades that i didn't understand how to overcome and i was a little bummed because the game was so um hard to explain it it, it, the game explained itself so clearly and the progression loop was so well designed that i felt like yes, if I want to do X, I will need to accomplish Y. Like, it's very clear to me what the next step is. Mm -hmm. Even if that meant grinding for resources or upgrading the ship, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that.
1: Right, And then I
0: hit a couple walls, metaphoric and literal walls, that I was like, I'm not sure what to do here. So I had to look up guides and I had to do certain things. And even then I was like, I'm just not making progress So I I set it aside. I've not given up on Dredge, but I'm Hmm. a little uh, disappointed in myself that I did not stick with it um, to finish it because you were raving about the ending. um, And I would really like to. I mean, it's a super
1: simple ending. Let me put it this way. Like, it's not like it's like, oh, it's so complex, blah, blah, blah. But I just liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think. As I recall, did you unlock all of your skills? The little skill no, circle. No, I, ha, I
0: have not. I I know there are skills that I do not have yet, and I don't even know what they are because uh,
1: there are a few I, late not... game skills you unlock mm-hmm. that can help you get that you absolutely require them to For get sure. to certain areas. Um, I forget what the what the one is called that's up in the northeast it's like the mm. devil's backbone or something like that but mm-hmm. if you don't have the final skill that section would be just ridiculously impossible right because there's a giant fish that's like always trying to get you and then there's all these little fish that are always slowing you down and that's like, yep. if the little fish hold you mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, you'll you'll try to get away from them and i i did think this was extremely interesting and i am going to spoil this because i feel like it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. um all around that area there are like kind of hot spring style water spouts. Mm, and yes. if you steer your boat to one and the fish are like following you, it 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 burns them. <gasps>
0: oh. Yeah. Okay, that's so a if, great tip. I did it, not mm-hmm. Yes,
1: but I had to look that up.
0: Yeah. I I would never have thought that. You know why cuz those little bubble springs when you first encounter them they look like fishing spots and then you're like oh what's here and then you can't right. fish there right and you're like all right so i guess that's just scenery i don't know like you just move on and yes okay yeah and you look yeah. that up yeah yeah it's it's interesting like it's a little it's it's a it's a it's an amazing game so it's not it's if, if you're gonna levy a small criticism it's like in a game where I looked nothing up and was having an immersive, wonderful time just exploring and experiencing and, and leveling up and, and the ramp was was perfect, then you encounter something that is meaningful, like, like, oh, that's a meaningful mechanic that I never would have known about unless you just said it to me. That's a bit of a like, hey, you should have signposted this better somehow, maybe. Well, or not, or not, I, mean, I don't I know. I mean,
1: I think, I mean, I fundamentally i agree with you but i continue to remember that i think three people made this game total. oh sure and like for three people making a game i think it's incredibly polished mm-hmm. um if i reflect back on it i think i think maybe there are one or two little things where you're kind of like uh I don't really know what you want me to do here. Um yeah. and like I did get stuck and I did look them up and I was lucky enough to be like oh got it and then just kind of like keep going. That's that what was I need to do. one of them. Mm-hmm. Um But I mean, yeah, I would say if there's anything I could say about the game that is not positive, it would probably be that. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> But I mean, it's so, you know what I mean? It's it's like it's like getting a book a brand new book and there's like a teeny tiny little dent like in the cover or something like, that's what it feels like to <laughs> no
0: me. it's it's tiny it's it's insignificant but it it slowed me down enough where i was like oh i'm craving something else i'm craving something mm. in your words this you know <laughs> dredge is a is a peaceful well it's not entirely peaceful but it's a slow methodical upgrady. it's a wonderful game that i love and I needed to switch the palette, and I needed to kill, yeah, is what I needed to do. I
1: get it. It's funny enough, last night I was like, "Man, you know it would be great. I would love to play." Because when it when the remake came out, I or not really remake. I don't know what what do you call it when a game just gets nicely cleaned up.
0: Yeah, remaster.
1: Remaster. Thank you. Um, I think, I think that that like. Sometimes, like, I just kind of crave something familiar with yep. gaming, um, you know, especially when I'm tired. Yes. And I was like, oh, um, it'd be really fun to play Diablo 2. Like, I, was, I never yeah, I finished gonna the say remaster. It. it was
0: so cheap on, Steam, on uh, uh, Switch recently, too. I well, almost got it.
1: So here's so then I was like, you know, it would be really cool if I could play it on the Steam Deck. Yep. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> like... You can do it. It's possible, but oh, my God. And you know well, me. Well, is
0: it on Steam? It's not, right? No.
1: Yeah. So you have Fuck to that. get into the Steam Deck, install Battle.net on it. You have to do all these things to like no. get around. And I was like, no, 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 no. Did you do this? No. No. I was like, to quote that lady from forever ago, ain't nobody got time for that.
0: I mean, now is there a linux client for BattleNet? because otherwise you're installing windows and then installing BattleNet, and that so like correct no all of no that more, it's no, no, no. so
1: long like i literally looked at it and got tired i was like i would <laughs> i would rather pick up my fucking 20 pound computer or however much it weighs <laughs> probably more and carry it into the living room and plug it in than Dude, i would but all just I wanted do to do, just get it on switch i might like honestly i really might because i just felt like playing it
0: the reviews the performance reviews for that are that the switch game the switch version is great it's just it it delivers exactly what it promises i think the criticism the only criticism i I read about diablo 2 the the remaster the port was like it's diablo 2 from 1990 whatever so like it gets a little boring after a while because it's a game from the night like but the port is great you know.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it's, I, to be honest, I think I just kind of, like, I thought about firing up Diablo 3 and then I was like, I didn't hate it, but like, I don't know. I've played it so many times. Well, and let me I tell was... you the answer.
0: Let me tell you the answer to this, this question you have. And it's the answer that I found. It is our Lord and Savior, Minecraft Dungeons.
1: Oh, yes, that's true. And I think, I think, okay, wait. Maybe that maybe I'm thinking of a different Minecraft game I got a pop up for a minecraft game
0: Minecraft Legends just came out yesterday or today right, right, uh, right. as of this recording it is not that's a different game that's a, that's a real-time game. strategy game which oh. looks interesting but I am not I'm not very invested or, or interested in it personally Dungeons is still 20 bucks though. Like, yes. it's not that
1: expensive at all. Yeah, it's
0: not that expensive. So um, the backstory here, I might have mentioned it on last week's show, is that um, my son's birthday came and went. He got some eShop money, and he also played Minecraft Dungeons at a friend's house. So I was like, buddy, you have, you have money to spend. You could get a new game. He's like, ooh, what game should I get? And I was like, what about that game you played at your friend's house? And he's like, oh, yes. So I got it. You know, this is just a scheme, you know, to, quote, buy a birthday present for my son that I will just play myself, You, of course. <laughs> but he loves it. My daughter loves it because it's you can play couch co-op. And so he logs in on his user on the switch. And so it's his instance of the game. It's his playthrough. But we can join in with sort of ancillary characters um, that we create. And then we can join his game whenever we want. So we're playing on the couch and it's literally just Diablo with a Minecraft skin. And as I mm. may have mentioned to you before, like you don't have to be invested in the Minecraft universe. You don't have to care about Minecraft. It's literally just like, all right, these zombies, you can, sprish, 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 you can swat them and kill them and blast them away. It's great. And then this skeleton has armor. So he's a little tougher and you got to go, go go kill, 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 kill. And it's about, it's a loot game. It's about upgrading as a finding loot. It's about um, figuring out, oh, we got to get the key for this area to get through this area and then level up here, go here. Here's why it's interesting. Um, the progression system is a bit, there's a twist on it that I have not seen exactly the same in other types of games. Uh, and, and maybe it exists, but I have not seen it. So, you level up, and you're, there are no stats. Your your character stats do not increase. It's all about gear level and enchantment points. So when you level up to if you're level one, you level up to level two, you get an, an enchantment point. An enchantment point you can apply to your current gear to unlock abilities. So let's say the sword I'm holding does twenty damage. And it has one enchantment slot and I'm going to open up the, the enchantment menu and I have two choices in, in the first enchantment slot. One is, um, you know, this sword will randomly shoot a lightning bolt 30% of the time and I'm going to enchant it to activate the lightning bolt and then as I get more, as I level up and get more enchantment points, I can boost that from 30% of the time to 50% of the time to 70% of the time. So the sword stat stays the same, but it will strike lightning more often as I hack through enemies. The more I enchant it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So you're
0: level. You're not leveling up your stats. You're leveling up the stats of a weapon or the, the abilities of a weapon. Now I'm doing twenty dungeons, whatever, and then let's say I get a I get a glaive that is has way high. It does fifty damage instead of twenty damage. Well, I really want this glaive, but I've spent my enchantment points on the sword. What you do is you salvage the sword, which destroys it, gives you back the points, and then gives you a little bit of money, emeralds, which is the currency. Mm-hmm. And then now I have all my enchantments. So if I'm level 5, I have 5 enchantment points. I get the enchantment points back. Now I can apply them to the glaive, which, uh, which has totally different abilities. So let's say the glaive has two enchantment slots. One is if I level up, I get more health. You know, if I add the enchantment points, I get more health. And the second ability is like, oh, every time I roll, there's a 40% chance that I will create a bee, a bumblebee that acts as a pet, that acts as a as a way it will attack my enemies, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now my play style has changed because I'm a little bit stronger with health, but I'm going to roll more as I encounter a big giant area of enemies i'm going to make sure that i roll to generate these bees so that the bees will sort of attack first and then i will you know kind of hang back and let them do the damage Mm -hmm. so now you have all this dynamic sort of play style emerging and then you have a slot for armor which also has different abilities and you have a ranged weapon which is a bow a crossbow whatever and so you're constantly managing skills abilities abilities ranged combat versus uh melee combat then you have three slots for i think they're called artifacts Mm. which are which are in on switch it's it's the y button x and is it and b because a is attack so the so the artifacts are like i'm gonna place explosive mines down or i'm gonna cast a tornado spell or i'm going to um sometimes they affect your weapons like i'm gonna put I'm going to activate the, one of my favorite ones that I always keep is I'm going to activate what do I call it? like a firework or a firecracker that on that on my next ranged attack, instead of shooting an arrow, a single arrow, it will shoot a single arrow that explodes in a range to do damage to all the enemies surround. So it's extremely so you can so the kids just mash and that's just fine. You can mash your way through and have a great time. But when you are really playing very tactically, like Diablo, you're using your abilities and your upgrades very synergistically to get through a level. And, and as you find different or better or more interesting gear, you're like, whoa, this gear has way better stats. But it. But if I use it, it will completely change my play style. It goes from generating pets to like play defense to sort of like, doing area of attack spells and so now my playstyle is totally different because i got this new piece of gear mm. on top of that you're constantly going back to your camp and unlocking merchants that sell you gear sell you random gear there's a blacksmith that upgrades your gear which is actually really interesting i just learned about this last night where you're like okay I got gear that I really like to use for my playstyle, but I now I have gear that's much stronger but I don't like it. So what you can do is you can leave your favorite gear with the blacksmith. And I now I'm at level 40, power level 40, but this gear that I love is still at power level 32. So mm. you leave your favorite stuff with the blacksmith, you do 3 missions and come back and now that gear is leveled up to your current power level. And then you get it back, and you're like, "Yeah, my cool favorite thing is now up to, up to speed with my level, so now I can take it back into battle." Mm. There's ancient hunts. There's you know loot drops. There's towers. There's a loose story, but who cares? But there are there's a general guidance of like, do these missions at any order you want in order to unlock this, unlock this. Again, it's just kid friendly power leveling, gear hunting diablo for kids slash Mm -hmm. me for Mm -hmm. anyone who wants to play it you know what i mean Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's i'm just sitting listening to podcasts hacking through thousands of skeletons because it's great and the only other note i'll say is like it runs just fine on switch couple hiccups here or there playing co-op couch co-op on switch is abysmal uh, performance-wise. It's really quite horribly jarring. The mm-hmm. kids don't care, and I don't really care because I'm playing with the kids, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. But playing solo, it's fine on Switch. But it's on every platform. It's on Steam. It's on Xbox. PlayStation, like It's everywhere. And it's cross-play compatible. So whatever platform you buy it on, we can play together. And I love it. And you know i'm late to the party uh it's like season three you can get rewards as you uh level up and stuff mm-hmm. there's like a it's like a battle pass but again there's no you guess you can pay for the battle pass to get cosmetics but like there's no mic you don't need to do any microtransactions it's it's a 20 dollars diablo game that lets you kill and it's exactly what i wanted
1: <laughs> hello it's exactly I have what, a ticket what to i kill, please
0: kill.
1: <laughs> uh, hello i would like some kill
0: i would like to kill please uh So that's my ringing endorsement for Minecraft Dungeons. I'm really, I'm really playing it obsessively in a world where we're going to bed at nine o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go through this mission. I'm going to kill. I'm going to get, maybe I'm going to, oh, you can kind of, and I'm sure this is in Diablo too. You can kind of ramp up the difficulty. So you're like, Hey, I need to just accomplish this mission to progress the story. So I'm going to kind of do like slightly at or below my level. You can, you can slide the difficulty up or down. But if you're like, I really want to upgrade my gear, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to slide the difficulty up a a notch and I'm going to go in and now I have to really pace myself and think about like, I can't rush into battle. I have to place some traps. I have to heal myself. There's a potion on cooldown. So you can. That's the other thing is like you're not really worried about, oh, I got to pick up potions and use them. It's like. No, you just use your potion, and then it regenerates, and you use it again. All you have to do is manage your cooldowns. You're not managing inventory. Mm -hmm. So when you're on higher difficulty, it's like, yeah, I'm waiting for those like rare loot drops, but if you rush into battle, you're going to get flattened, so you have to really play tactically, and it's mindless, but it's slightly not mindless, and and that's exactly the speed that I want for my brain right now. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm loving yeah, it.
1: I love it. All right. Well, I think you may have pushed me. I think you may have convinced me that uh, I, I will give it a try because take I feel a taste like of the crack. Twenty dollars. It's so cheap. It's just so ridiculously cheap, and, and you have nothing but lovely things to say. So, I mean, really, what? Uh, you know, Don't why let not? the
0: Minecraftiness. I know you're you're not a Minecraft player or fan necessarily. Like that it, it, it doesn't matter. They just made one of those games in, in a polished way. Uh, it's a po- it's a polished. dungeon loot um hack and slash loot game Diablo game you know that's it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah oh well i that's i i I feel like that's really all i need to know
0: great all right so report back on sunhaven report back if you take a taste of of dungeons and if Mm. you do uh let's play together and uh and yeah. see where we can go. Okay, um, that's it. Uh, there's one other game I was dabbling with that is really silly and fun, but uh, maybe I'll save it because it's uh, it's worth mentioning. But I think we gotta we gotta get out of here. We gotta go.
1: Yep, gotta go.
0: We got to go. As usual, please let us know what you're playing, what you think of uh, the latest, you know, acquisitions and moves and trends in, in the gaming news. We know you're watching, and we like discussing them with you. So hop into the Discord uh, and share all that stuff with us, you beautiful people and listeners. Uh, we'll talk about you oh we're recording this right before the Nintendo Indie event for April so we have not seen it yet but by the time this publishes uh, there will be some new Nindies either released or announced and I'm really excited to see that so if there's stuff that catches your eye please let us know what it is in the discord and uh, we'll maybe we'll cover that next week when we record again
1: yeah yeah I would like that
0: final thoughts Colette
1: we never had the coffee conversation. We were going to talk about coffee, but we didn't. We forgot. So that's okay. We can do it next time.
0: I have coffee, but Colette does not because yeah, she didn't have time to make it. To know. Yeah, that's pretty And I feel sad for her.
1: Yeah, it, it is a little sad. But you know what? We're done. And that means that I can go grind my beans. Go
0: so... grind those beans. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks, everyone.
1: Bye. <laughs>